0: Church, it's a, it's obviously, it's a good season. Um, it's a good season for um, me right now. It's a good, it's a good time. Um, it's just, I'll, I'll be honest about that. This is, this is my last Sunday before. Rebecca and I get married. God has been so faithful to us and um, we want to say thank you to the church as well for your encouragement. We really appreciate that. Um, and do you know what? And other things, just sort of things that are coming this week that we've really taken encouragement from. Um, obviously, we heard this week as well about Marcus's recovery as a church. We've been praying for him, uh, for the Macaulay's as well and um, for that family. And for those who don't know, Marcus is, he a young guy who's basically been he, he got he got COVID and he's been on a ventilator for a long time but he's doing well. We've been praying for him for so long and now he's he's off the ventilator, he's talking, he's eating, he's drinking, and we're just so pleased of the progress that we have seen in his life and it's just so good to know that God not only hears our prayer search but he responds. And that's simply um what we're looking to talk about today because i believe that my god still my god still loves my god still saves my god still gives my god still moves and my god still reigns church He still reigns, and we're going to talk about those different things um, this morning. Um, I, of course, understand that not everybody will be in a good season. You know, um, it's 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 often so fortunate when we're all in in a good place together, but that so rarely happens. I understand that different people are in different places right now. Not everybody will be in what they view as a good place, and as a church we stand with those who are getting it rough we stand with those who are who are finding it tough at the minute we're praying for you we're praying with you we share in success church but we also share in struggle don't we we share in success and we share in struggle that's what church is and that's what church family does Um, last weekend I wasn't with you church because I was actually, I was in Manchester, I was in Manchester last weekend and I watched a football match, I watched Manchester United versus Leeds, Um, so Leeds United are my team and Leeds got absolutely hammered at my lesson, don't miss church for football, that was my lesson last Sunday. Leeds got hammered i came away from the game thinking if i can use this in a sermon then at least something good came out of that experience because it was rough for about 45 minutes but you know what church there's this moment in the game that i want to share it was actually just just in the second half i know not a lot of us will be interested in football but just just bear with me here in the second half just as it began um, Leeds were 1-0 down, Man United were were 1-up, and then Leeds score this absolutely brilliant goal, like it was, it was amazing, it's exactly what you want to see as a fan, and I'm sure the boy who scored it was on cloud nine, because he was he was away to United Stadium, he scores this absolutely beautiful goal, and to make it one each, and I'm sitting there as a Leeds fan, thinking happy days, brilliant, like it's such a great feeling, because I was like this is, this is the momentum, this is going to carry us now, we're going to go on, we're going to win the game, we're going to get something from it, it's going to be a great game. Church, three minutes later, the floodgates opened and Man United beat us 5-1. They scored another four goals after that and I was on, I was on a mountaintop for about three minutes. And then just brought straight back down to earth again. So so often as it happens, being a Leeds fan. But church, we're talking about these different seasons in our lives. We're talking about different moments in our lives, and sometimes it can feel like we're being thrown all over the place, can't it? Like sometimes it feels like things are going so well one day, and you finish the day well, and you go, "That was just such a good day." And then the next day, you just wake up to that message, or you. wake up to that phone call or you're just thrown from one place to another and life just seems like it's going the complete opposite way. Church in every season there are things that we as believers must hold on to. There are things that we must hold on to that are eternal things. Things that will never change. I harp on about this but church this is our foundation. This is what we need to hold on to. We must remind ourselves, both in success and in struggle, who our God is and who we are in Him. Church, that's what we have to tell ourselves. We have to tell ourselves when everything is rapidly changing, My God, still. My God, still. And the word my there is intentional because God is a personal God. And he speaks directly to you. And you can pray directly to him. And yes, he is our God. But he is your God. And he is my God. Church, allow me to pray before we begin to read some of God's word together. Lord, we thank you that you are still that you continue, that you carry on, that, God, you are the thing that we can always hold on to. God, we thank you that in every season in life, we can trust and we can know what your word says about you and what it says about us and you. God, whatever you would say today, would you change our lives forever? It's in your son's holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. I forgot to lift the clicker. Taylor, will you put up the first slide, please? And it says this, church, my God still loves. There's a verse there in 1 John 4, 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. You know, this verse is taken from the NIV. It's not a version I normally read myself, but I just loved how it put that verse because it says, we know and rely. It says that word rely on the love God has for us, See, church It's one thing to know something. It's one thing to have it in your head. It's another thing to rely on that. It's another thing to live that out in your everyday walk, in every situation, in every season, in every circumstance and in every moment. It's okay knowing a church, but do you rely on it? Do you rely on the love that God has for you? Let me use this as an example. I stand on this platform or stage or whatever it is that you want to call it. And we step up these steps every week and you know what it's all good it's all good knowing that it's been built where It's all good knowing that money has been spent on it. It's all well and good knowing that the materials are there. It's all well and good knowing that when I step up those steps, everything should be in place. It's a whole different thing relying on this to keep me afloat, church. It's a whole different thing to rely or to stand on something that you know. Church, it's a whole different thing to know something and to rely on something. Do we rely on the love that God has for us? Like when God starts to take away some of the things that we think that we need, can we rely on what it is that God has given us? When he begins to take some of the things that it is that we view as precious, maybe we've idolized can we rely on what it is that God has given us? Can we rely on the love that God has for us? Church, can I encourage you that sometimes it might be difficult, but you absolutely can because the Bible tells us that His love endures forever and that means that it will never run out. You can rely on the thing that will never run out, church. Of course, you can. Church, God still loves us. God still loves me. In times of difficulty, this may be most important. My God still loves me, and my God still loves them too. And what I mean by that is the people in our lives, church, we are called to live and love because my God still loves As long as God continues to love you, then you must continue to live in love. But as I've said, his love endures forever. It goes on and on and on, and it will never stop. Which means that you must forever, you must continually live in the love, rely on the love that God has for you. If you rely on love, then you must live in love. Church, it's not passive either. What I mean by that is it's not, I'm going to come to church and I'm going to hear nice things and I'm going to have a nice Sunday. No, church, you rely on love. Therefore, you live in love. Therefore, you love in God and God in you. And if God lives in you, well, then you know, well, then we know that you won't just take up a seat You'll take up a mandate. Church, we know that you won't just take up a seat. You'll take up a calling because my God still loves. Therefore, I love. And that doesn't end. It's in every circumstance. It's when things are difficult. And it's when things are good as well. Because you know what? When times are good, I think often you actually just forget about everybody else too. Church, it's not passive. God loves, and if we rely on his love, then we live in it, and we live that out. Church, my God still loves. Taylor, can you put the next slide up for me? And it says this, my God still saves. In Acts 4 and verse 12, it says this, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other, Name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Can I encourage you today? Actually, if you're somebody that's walked into this church, maybe it's for the first time, or maybe you've been here a few times and you've just never given that, you've never made that decision, you've never given your life to God. You've never been saved. Can I tell you or remind you, maybe you already know, but often we don't. There's one way. It says there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's one way to heaven, just one, and it's through Jesus Christ. It's through trusting that he lived, that he died on the cross, and that he rose again, and that was for you, and that was for your sin, so that it could be forgiven forever. It's it's as simple as that, because the reason I say that is, church, it's crazy how many ways people think that there are to get into heaven, and ultimately, that's what it's all about. People get get. People get saved from a lost eternity into eternity with God. But everybody else thinks that there's so many avenues to that. There's so many ways to get to that. And ultimately, the reason that we're here, the reason we preach what we preach is because we want to populate heaven. We want heaven to be populated. And heaven is only known because of God and because of God's word, yet people think they can bypass both and still get there. The only reason that we know about heaven is because God has told us about heaven, and still people think that there's a way around that. Church, it's so important that we ask people the question do you want to get to heaven? Well, do you know how to get there? Because it's simple, there's only one way. It doesn't matter really what, what, what good things you do here on earth or the, the type of person that you are. Church, the fact that we have what the Bible tells us is that Christ is the way and there is no other way church can i encourage you though in that when you're sharing that when you're living that out or if you have somebody you're somebody that hasn't made that decision church my god still saves he hasn't stopped he hasn't stopped saving are there people that you've given up on Or, to be honest, just sort of forgotten about? Is there people that you've just accepted aren't going to come to church? Or maybe they've even been here before and you think that was the chance. They're not coming back. Or maybe they were once living this life. They've seen it all and they knew all about it. And you've just accepted that they've gone a different way. Church, my God still saves It doesn't matter what way that they have gone. My God still saves. He can turn lives around. We read throughout the Bible of countless people, of so many people whose lives God changed forever. And they were going in the opposite direction. Church, I look out today and I see people sitting here Who we thought would never be in these seats. But church, my God still saves. He still changes lives. And can I encourage you, whoever it is, whoever it is that when I spoke there came into your head. And I know it's so hard with family too. Church, share Christ with your family. Whoever it is that, uh, that came into your head when I spoke there, God still saves. The Bible tells us that. That is the truth, and God can still save them. Don't give up. Don't give up, because my God still saves. Taylor, can you put the next one up, please, mate? My God still gives. And it says in James 1 verse 5 but if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach and it will be given to him and church it seems to me that no matter what season we are in we're always asking God for something and that's not wrong it's not. That's definitely not a wrong thing to do because we're told all over the Bible that we are to pray continually. We are told to bring everything as we sang today to God in prayer. So whatever season we are in, that is what we're doing. But it's interesting that James says this. It's interesting that James tells us to ask for something that I don't often hear or see many of us praying for in church. That is wisdom. And it's funny, we can often be mistaken in thinking that some people are wise and therefore they, they don't need to pray for wisdom because they're already wise. But church, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, if any of you lacks wisdom, church, we all do. None of us have it all together. We all we all make mistakes and yes some may some may may have more wisdom than others and that is true but none of us have all wisdom if we did we'd be God. So what's James saying here? You need to pray because you don't have it all together. Church, that's okay, because do you know why? My God still gives. So even when I lack something. Even when there's something that I am not good at, church, my God still gives. And when I pray, he generously gives. He generously gives. We just need to ask for the right things. Church, we are given what it is that we need. And we just need to ask for the right things, such as wisdom, if any of you lacks wisdom can you put the next one up for me my god still moves it says simply sorry that's the wrong one up there it says simply in Luke 1:37, for nothing will be impossible with God it says simply for nothing will be impossible with God at the start I mentioned Marcus who we had been praying for and what an encouragement it is that even the doctors are just astounded by the progress that he has made. And you know what? I'm thrilled by the progress that Marcus has made, made. church. I'm not surprised. Because you know why? My God still moves. And I know that. I know it to be true. It's not just things that I read in the Bible. It's not just that I read that 2,000 years ago, Jesus healed blind people and touched people with diseases and they were healed. It's not only then, church. My God still moves. My God still heals. See, we're talking. About our prayer life and what we ask of God. Well, church, let's ask things of God as if he's actually God. And what I mean by that is let's let's um let's not just limit God to the trivial things that we could do in our own power, but let's ask God for things as if he is actually God. Let's ask him for things that would be seemingly impossible. Because, church, nothing's impossible with God, he is the God of the impossible. Let's ask God for things. Let's pray prayers to God as if he is God. Because that is who he is. My God still moves. Let's come to God and let's ask him of things that only he can make reality. He's the impossible God. Sometimes I thank God that he isn't limited to what I pray because he does so much more than we ask church doesn't he the bible tells us that he does so much more than we can ask and we can imagine and praise god that he isn't limited to what it is that we pray (laughs) because church my god still moves let's give him the opportunity and finally church taylor if you just want to put up that last slide it says my god still reigns In Colossians there, 1, verses 16 to 17, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Church, I thought it was important to put this one at the end to include this because of what's going on around the world at the moment we're obviously praying for the country of Afghanistan and everything that's happening over there but I feel like sometimes um, sometimes we can look at things like that sometimes we can look at the fact that afghanistan is in it's in such a poor situation with obviously the taliban um taking rule of that country and i feel like we look at these major life events and we feel like god is missing church he is before all things and in him all things hold together if it wasn't for him it would just implode but it it tells us that he is before all things. Now, yes, this is talking about creation, church, but he is before all moments. He is before all authorities. He's before all kingships and church whoever rules on this earth whatever king it may be ultimately the one thing that they all have in common every president every prime minister they will all one day bow at the feet of the king of kings and the lord of Lords. because church one thing will never change and that is that my god still reigns over all Church, he is before all. Nothing takes God by surprise. And we need to believe that. Because yeah, some things we see and it breaks our heart. But we need to believe that no matter what authority people may gain on earth, the same one who ruled at the beginning of creation, he still rules now and he will reign forevermore. Church, my God still reigns church can I ask you to stand I'm going to pray and just thank God that in all things and in all seasons that we have what we have to hold on to Lord we thank you we thank you for your word we thank you god that you do indeed still love that you still save that you still give that you still move and lord you still reign god we thank you that nothing takes you by surprise we thank you that in every season god you are sovereign lord we thank you that you are in control God, we thank you that in, in the moments in life in which we struggle, Lord, there you are. God, thank you that you are our constant and that you are the thing that we can hold on to forever. In your son's holy